Rick in Pennsylvania, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Well, uh, yes, I have a question about a bedroom wall. Um, I'll, I'll tell you real quick what I have. It's a cinder block wall, and on the outside of it is a stone facing. And then on the inside, they just had furring strips and then plaster. So no insulation and very cold in, in the winter. So what we're doing, we're tearing down the plaster. Uh, we're going to frame it out. We're going to put, uh, I guess it's R19, I think it is, in there, and then drywall it. But my question is, we were talking about putting a thermal barrier onto the block itself. And I guess I have a couple of questions or concerns. Uh, a, is it going to be worth it? Is it going to raise the R value any? And uh, B, there's not really going to be an air cavity. It's just going to be the thermal barrier on the wall, and then the insulation is going to be touching that. So I'm kind of afraid it's going to act more of a conductor. Well, what you might want to think about using there is Tyvek. On the, on the inside. Yeah, on the inside. It's vapor permeable. So I think it'll allow everything to breathe, but it'll keep some separation between the block uh, and the frame. And by the way, you'd be wise to leave at least an inch there in between and not have it up against the block because you really don't want to have an organic material like wood and certainly not drywall that close to a, uh, a very damp source, which will be the concrete block. Because concrete blocks are very hydroscopic. They suck up a lot of water, and especially in you know periods of, 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 of bad weather. So you do want to have a, a bit of a space there. But I think that I would cover the block first with uh, Tyvek, and then I'd frame up against that. Now, another option to kind of kill two birds with one stone is to consider spray foam insulation. If you did spray foam insulation, you could frame the wall, and then you could spray into the framing right up against the block wall, and then it would be cut flush with the wall, and you would put your drywall right on top of that. Now, spray foam has the advantage of being able to not only insulate but seal and draft-proof at the same time. We recently added spray foam insulation to our entire home. Now, we have an existing home much like you, uh, and, of course, it makes it difficult to get into the walls. But what we did was we put it in the box beams, which all the way, all the way around the sort of the perimeter of the basement and crawl space, and we added it to the attics. And just those areas, without even doing the walls, because we weren't opening the walls at this time, uh, made a huge difference in the energy efficiency of the house. So I'm a big fan of, of isonine, I-C-Y-N-E-N-E, as a result of that experience. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even think about anything like that. I have to, I have to check into that. Do you know, well, I guess I'd have to look that up online or whatever, if there's somebody around my area. I'm sure that there will be. Isonine is a Canadian company, but they have dealers all across the country. Now, if I didn't do that, and I just I put the, the frame, the stud, up to the block wall, you said to leave an inch. How, like, what, what would you recommend? How would you do that? I would just simply frame the wall out away from the block. Okay. I don't attach the frame wall to the block wall, because I'll tell you, some of the worst cases of mold infestation we've seen is when you have wood framing attached to block walls uh, and and drywall, which is uh, essentially mold food. In fact, one of the things you might want to consider is to not use drywall on that wall, but use something called Dens Armor, which is a fiberglass-faced drywall product. So without the paper face, you don't have food to feed the mold. Make sense? All right. Well, thank you very much. Rick, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.